folks how you doing how you feeling welcome to this week's rather late super duper late i haven't done a podcast episode in like what two weeks now um as i said um well i said it on my discord um if you haven't joined our discord go ahead and and sign up down below in the description um i am in the process of moving as you can tell i got some empty shelves in the back i still haven't put away my ps5 and stuff because i still play you know i'm not actually moving till next week um but you know we gotta get stuff if you if you if you'd seen all the boxes that are right next to me i have my my mattress right up against the wall right here it's a complete mess man and um yeah um i i'm in the process of moving so that's one of the reasons why i haven't been putting out videos i haven't been streaming that often although i did stream a couple of days ago you know so make sure to uh follow me on on twitch where um Hey, I'm I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. I was talking with the uh, the uh, 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 Jay, friend of the uh, channel and uh, um, uh, frequent visitor of the Discord. How you know Twitch is just a lot easier to monetize your content on, and it's so unfortunate because as much as I love um, doing scripted content, like it's not the most profitable. It's not. It never actually has the most visibility, um, in a sense, which is kind of weird to be honest. Um, and on Twitch, since it's like the, the interaction is a lot more um, present, I feel like people kind of, you know, they just pop into Twitch streams and like if you if they like you enough, they'll support you uh, monetarily. Like people can subscribe to you just right on the spot, and you know, it's hey, it's it's real money rather than just waiting for me to get a thousand subscribers on youtube and bam i can start monetizing my videos but it is what it is um so make sure to follow me on twitch um if you book with me if you book with my content but it's been it's been a minute man and you know i was um uh actually I was, i'm supposed to be working not gonna lie but work was super slow today and i was like hey man i'm probably not gonna be able to film anything like until like two weeks so i said why don't i just sit down do a podcast something that can be quick and easy but at the same time i'm gonna be putting in here uh a, a, a little bit of a first impression slash review uh, for monster hunter rise which i've been absolutely loving man it is jesus christ it, it's a great game but i'll get i'll get into that in a little bit more um please make sure to follow the uh podcast uh, uh listen to us on the go on spotify google Podcasts, anywhere in any any place that you can listen to podcasts more than likely we'll be there just search for search and report our logo is a little game boy with the word search and report on it um and i can assure you that we are the only video game news podcast out there called search and report because i do think that i'm kind of creative with my names you know what i'm saying with my branding so it is what it is uh hold on i gotta stop this real quick all right if there's ever a case of speak of the devil that was the perfect example of it but <laughs> i completely forgot where i was i don't even know what part of my intro i was in but without further ado man you know what i'm just gonna get straight into the first news item of this week um I mean, which is essentially going to be, um, it's essentially going to be just the, um, 
basically the news of the last two three weeks um this one was pretty pretty sad and i'm gonna start with the saddest of them all <laughs> to kind of um mellow out the episode um as we go forward but according to vgc news there is going to be 2200 digital only games disappearing when playstation closes its psp vita and ps3 stores this summer as you all know playstation officially announced something that's been rumored for i think it was rumored for like a week or so or like half a week before it was actually confirmed by playstation that were they were taking down uh they were taking down the psp vita and ps3 stores uh this summer but in a recent analysis from uh dot com, we finally got confirmation that yes, two thousand digital only games will disappear uh, when these basically uh, stores close out for good. Um, here, VGC reports although users will still be able to re-download their previous purchases for the foreseeable future from July 2nd, it will no longer be possible to buy games on the PS3 or PSP online marketplaces. And come August 27th, the same will apply to the Vita too. Of the games to disappear from the formats, the vast majority are available on other platforms such as older PlayStation consoles or PC. However, around 138 games will essentially become lost for Forever, once the stores close their analysis suggests um so in total <laughs> damn in total there's gonna be uh here are the uh the divisions the classifications of the 2200 digital only games there's gonna be around 630 digital only vita games disappearing around 730 digital only ps3 psn games a small number of digital only psp games 293 playstation minis 336 ps2 classics and around 260 ps1 classics which were particularly on the psp and vita i am i am quite upset about this i've i've always been of course i'm, I'm a huge proponent of physical games i always keep telling people they always tell me like, oh why, why you have so many why you buy why you wait till like games get released physical only man blah blah people kept telling me to buy hades when it was only digital and i was like relax give it some time relax please just be calm if this game is as as fire as it people say and as popular as people say it's going to be coming digital i mean it's going to be coming on a physical version um and this is one of the reasons why i always choose physical over digital um i'm not i'm not saying i don't ever buy digital games um i've bought ghost of tsushima digital only um i bought uh red dead redemption 2 for digital only but that's mostly because i got them you know um, I got the I got them through deals and stuff, um, and I just really wanted to play them. And um, especially like single player games, I'll get digital only if I know that I'm only gonna play through them once, and that's it. But 
man this is this has brought up uh, uh, uh the the conversation about game preservation back up recently people have been saying that um this is terrible for you know smaller game developers who might have these digital only games um specifically for the playstation uh, 3 and the 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 psp and vita consoles as their main you know source of of, of income um a lot of like indie developers um like to develop games for like older consoles because um it's usually cheaper to develop for these uh, types of, of platforms um you sometimes these games might have niche fan bases and like th this is also why i don't agree with um console exclusivity this is why i don't like exclusivity deals a lot um as as you read there are some games that are going to be um now exclusive basically to xbox and pc um after they get taken down from the playstation store um but uh, i don't know man this is this this just sucks in, in general this just sucks for the consumer and this is something that that i've been extremely tired of um especially specifically coming from nintendo i'm a huge nintendo fan like it's it's my main console the switch and and this is something that we're and this is going to be a great segue to our next news item um March 31st was the last day, if you didn't know, that you could buy uh, Mario 3D All-Stars uh, digitally on the eShop. Um, and it was also the last day that you could play uh, Super Mario 35, which was a, a massive uh, online um, battle royale type of game uh, that Nintendo developed for the, uh, uh, for the NSO users. And it was fun. It was a great game. I think it was a great idea, although it was stolen. I don't care what people say that game that idea was stolen from the original creators don't at me bro it is what it is I won't uh, I don't care what you say but it's yeah I mean it's it's a little bit sad but um that's basically what people uh, are now having to deal with they're having to deal with marked up prices they're having to deal with having to uh not necessarily pirate the games but emulate the games um in order to play these types of games games that are have only been uh digital for the longest time or that they've been taking off the the digital storefronts and it's a little bit sad it's a little bit sad i'm not gonna lie it, it kind of sucks it really really does suck um but here for the next news item which i'm already kind of touching upon um uh, Super Mario 3D All-Star sales did spike though on their last few on their last week that they were going to be live they spiked to 276% of sales according to the uh, uh the UK box charts um game games industry biz dot biz sorry reports here nine of the top 10 best-selling video games in the uk last week were nintendo switch titles which jesus christ man the nintendo switch keeps killing it across all markets man it's it's incredible it's incredible with the switch being such an underpowered console in comparison to newer consoles such as a ps5 
just completely blows everything out of the water it, it, it just it's amazing to me it's, it's crazy to me just how how much the switch has has, has continued to rain um here they further report the only exception was fifa 21 at number eight which returned to the top 10 after a 197 percent sales increase driven by some promotional activity um retailers have been running nintendo switch game promotions which is the reason for the platform's dominance this week best-selling game of the week was unsurprisingly which is a game that i'm going to be talking about later in this podcast episode um the new switch exclusive monster hunter rise it is the second biggest launch for the franchise in uk history the biggest was 2017's monster hunter world which was released on ps4 and xbox one back in 2017 rise's launch sales are 43 percent lower than world but when you factor in that this was just a single platform release plus the absence of digital sales the result looks pretty good and I will say that these, this report is kind of wrong because the Monster Hunter Rise is on its way to outsell World. It's it's on. I think it's already outsold World. That's you know through the day of this uh, uh, this episode. Um, the closest competitor to uh, Monster Hunter Rise was Super Mario 3D All-Stars. The collection of Mario games shot up 276% in sales week on week. The game was released to mark the 35th anniversary of the Super Mario franchise, and as a result is being discontinued from sale this week. Nintendo has been actively promoting the imminent delisting of the product, which was, has clearly boosted sales. And, you know, I am not a big fan of this. And yeah, man, it's just, it's, it's perpetuating a very nasty, uh, I hate, I hate when websites, when news websites, just as soon as you click on them, they just autoplay their videos, but it, it, it's highlighting a very bad business practice from the video game world. It, it's a little bit shady. It's a little bit shady way. It, it's, also, it's a very shady way of selling games, in my opinion, that creating scarcity of your games just to, you know, create value or create, create, uh, uh, not, I mean, increase the price, the, the, the perceived value of the game because it's going to be out of stores, it's going to be out of shelves, is a very scummy move. I, I don't care what you say, like, you want people to play your games, you want more people to have access to your games, like, why would you take away that 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 opportunity to grab people and you know come and play your games like what's what's the reason behind it also i just i just don't understand why you would take it off the e-shop i would understand you not selling physical copies anymore because let's be honest uh, uh, publishing or, or printing out physical copies costs money you know you gotta do you gotta print it you gotta do the copies you gotta buy cartridges you gotta put on the 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 information on that cartridge you gotta dip it in that nasty ass sauce or whatever you guys dip it on over there at nintendo you know for kids to not swallow the cartridges you gotta print out uh, uh um, art for the for the books for the cases for the books um you gotta print get a bunch of cases and actually fill them with with the cartridges and stuff uh, order these in bulk and mass produce them and then actually shipping them out whether that is from asia down over here to the states or vice versa i don't know i think people uh 
uh, I think developers actually publish them over here. I'm sure there's companies that um, are, are, are just do that. That's that's their whole business is just printing cartridges, Nintendo cartridges. But then you also got to transport them to retailers, etc., etc. Retailers got to put them up on shelves. They got to print out labels. They got to pay people to sell these games, etc., etc. So I understand why people, uh, developers would stop producing uh physical copies i understand it completely 100 percent. believe me believe me i understand it but why would you why would you delete 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 delist delist i can never say that word e's and i's always fuck me up man as a non-native english speaker they just fuck me up uh why would you delist uh, digitally this game the, the collection the super mario 3d all-stars collection like what's what's the reasoning behind it what is the reasoning why would you not want people to play your games that's why because i'm i mean I'm, I'm sure you guys put in as minimal as the effort was I'm, I'm sure you all nintendo put some effort into putting this 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 collection together why would you go through the pro through the through the is through the whole process of delisting it what would you go through all the whole process of creating the compilation, putting it out, creating a menu, creating the emulation for it, publishing it, promoting it, spending marketing dollars on it, just for you to take it down in like less than seven months or eight months since release? Like, I just don't understand it. I don't understand it because believe me, there's going to be people in come six months, a year, two years later who are barely getting their Switch like newcomers. They're going to say like, hey, I really want to play old games. Like, where, where are the old games? Where are the old games that, you know, you used to have Nintendo, et cetera, et cetera. So I just don't understand. I don't understand. You, people can say that it's the, you know, it's it's a it's a method of selling more copies. But at the same time, is it really? Because you're denying people in the future from buying the game. That I mean, isn't that counterproductive? You're taking money out of your pockets. Like, what's the reasoning i just i just don't get it i just don't get it it really really frustrates me i don't know why but it just really really frustrates me frustrates me but of course on march 31st that's when everything got de uh, delisted uh for as far as mario that's when uh, mario's 35th anniversary celebration actually came to an end and lo and behold man this is another reason why i believe that video games should be put under culture it's a business it's an industry it's it's the most it's the biggest and most profitable industry uh, entertainment industry in the world it surpasses uh, movies it surpasses music so i understand why business reporters take on these 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 uh these topics on video games and publish stories but man jesus christ there's so much context behind video games there's a whole culture behind it like you just can't put up someone who doesn't know anything about video games or doesn't know anything about gaming and doesn't know the, the 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 landscape or like even if if the person doesn't know about that like just put someone who knows the list a little a little bit so you don't put your reporters out and and you know have their asses handed to them so to speak but man this 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 had me laughing this had me rolling man cnn reported super mario bros fans are panicking over rumors that mario is going to die bro bro when i tell you that internet the internet gaming and all that stuff anything that has to do with the internet and memes that has to be giving to a culture reporter all right 
nobody actually thought that mario was going to die that is stupid that is dumb how like you perpetuate this idea that that we we just gamers are dumb which we are we're kind of stupid i'm not gonna lie well i can only speak for myself but come on bro like nobody actually thought mario was gonna die it it it, it was just the contest behind it is that it was gonna get delisted but this was funny man this was this was funny as hell man here cnn business again shouldn't be business should be culture says reports uh new <laughs> grab the tissues the internet is freaking out over a rumor rumor about the possible impending death of mario the famous red wearing that is a terrible um, adjective to use. Italian plumber who changed the world of video games with the release of Super Mario Bros. 35 years ago. Let's back up. In September, the Super Mario Bros. franchise celebrated its 35th anniversary with the launch of two remastered classic games. Super Mario 3D All-Stars, which is a collection, not so much, just a game. And Super Mario Bros. 35 for the Switch console that would be available for a limited run until March 31st. Nintendo, which owns the franchise, also released other 35th anniversary super mario products that would be on sale through march 31st fans have been grappling to understand why sales of the new products will cease on wednesday a date many felt was arbitrary many have speculated that it may mean mario's life will be ending too nobody said that bro nobody said that mario dies tomorrow i'm gonna miss him one twitter twitter user said tuesday adding a sad face emoji at the end bro jesus christ cnn just hire me like i'll take over your culture segment on video games and i'll report every single thing you put on my desk just just pay me pay me five hundred thousand dollars a year and I'll, I'll do it gladly okay all right oh man it it it, it's 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 amazing man it's just amazing this is this is just funny it's funny to me how how out of touch these these business people are like i i always find find finance reporting or finance reporters so out of touch man they just see money somewhere and they just want to report it they just want to be the first ones there instead of doing their due diligence and and, and researching about what's going on why people are saying that martin's gonna die no, no, they just they just write. They just see there's money in it. They just see that there's clicks on it, and they'll click on it, which is good enough. But this was terrible. Shout out to that reporter. I'm sorry, y'all, but that made you look bad, baby girl. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was just funny to me, man. But okay, Jesus. Moving on to our, our third news item of the week, we got confirmation from the. Uh, the finessers themselves, the, the the data gods, the number one hacking organization out there in the world. Shout out E3, y'all done messed up. You're we still we haven't forgot that you 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 were breached. Your data was breached, and you basically doxed a bunch of people. But E3's 2021 digital show is going to be a free event for all attendees. There has been talk. Um, and rumors or speculation that E3 was gonna um, gonna charge for you to actually access their virtual conference um, and actually watch the announcements and stuff, which I, me, in my opinion, think I think is just completely stupid. Why would anyone pay for something that's gonna be readily available as soon as it's announced? Do you think Nintendo, if they announce Breath of the Wild 2 on E3, they're not gonna have tweets already scheduled for that? Like, come on, come on. 
E3, you're not, you gotta, you gotta provide us some value. You gotta, you know, when it was first, when it was face-to-face -face conferences, at least, you know, you had the opportunity to go out and there and, and like test demos. You had the opportunity to go out and interview people, interview developers and stuff. Like you have access to these things, but with a digital event, man, like that's going to be tough, especially when it's a conference and a lot of these uh, companies, they're publicly traded companies. They're not going to want to like not tell people what's going on. They want to let their shareholders and, and, and uh, um, board of directors know what's going on. Like, these are huge promotional opportunities for these uh, big video game companies. Like, do you think Nintendo's not going to be like, yo, you need to pay to like uh, see when we're going to make, uh, we're going to release Metro Prime 4? Like, no. They want that stuff all out there as soon as possible. So I'm glad E3 just scrapped that whole idea of them making, you know, making a. a pay to attend digital event um i'm glad man because that was a dummy that was a dumbass idea <laughs> sorry y'all but yes it has been completely now and fully confirmed that e3 2021 will be a digital event um and yeah it's just gonna be free for you to attend um so uh i think let me double check when the actual uh, the actual E3 event is going to be, I don't think there's been a date set. I do not believe. Oh no. Yeah. Uh, the, okay. The event is going to be June 12th through the 15th. Um, here E3 tweeted, welcome back. It's been hard waiting quietly as we get ready, as we got ready for today, but we are through to officially announce our plans for June 12th through the 15th. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I love this. That the first reply is, will you dox thousands of attendees again? Or will you allow games with gambling mechanics to be sold to kids? I mean, the, yeah, the latter, I don't think E3 has a control over that, but the other thing is kind of, kind of, kind of sucks, yo um but yeah you know we got people like doug bowser uh nintendo of america's um director i don't know his actual title his pre president at nintendo of america tweeting out it's going to be great to get the video game industry back together with our fans this june we'll make the virtual format fun and engaging looking forward to seeing you in june seeing you all in june it's gonna be fun man and Knowing that Nintendo is going to be one of the big players out there, I, I think the only the only, one of the only like big uh, console makers that are not going to be on E3 this year, I think is Sony. I think Sony's not participating. Uh, but it's great to see Nintendo being on E3. As much as I hate E3, I don't think it's a great business model. I don't think there's anything that they bring to the table as far as E3 goes anymore. Like everything is digital now like i don't i don't know i they, they they have some some work to do out there um at esa but it, that brings me hope it brings me hope and and my little child brain my little little kid who can't stop getting hyped about these games even though i'm about to be 30 next year jesus christ man i'm getting old as a motherfucker um can't help but speculate man there's gonna be huge 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 surprises from nintendo this uh this e3 
The biggest one, as we all know, in 2019, Nintendo won E3 by announcing and releasing a Breath of the Wild. Well, announcing Breath of the Wild 2 and releasing a teaser trailer for it, which to this day, I think is one of the best teaser trailers that's ever been created. But I am, I am extremely biased. But yes, June 12th through the 15th, please be out in the lookout as we get closer to that date for new announcements. It's all going to be free. Don't let anyone scam you out of your money. If somebody tells you, hey, I got tickets for E3 report them to the authorities i would say i would say that if i was a snitch but i'm just gonna say block them and just move on all right that's it <laughs> e3 is gonna be free so june 12 june, june 12 and the 15th champ bro what the fuck is going on with my voice today uh, be on the lookout for that and put it in your calendars you know what i'm saying now for what i really want to talk about we got sales figures first of all we got sales figures on monster hunter rise officially a press release from capcom ir investor relations um says capcom today announced that monster hunter rise for nintendo switch has has shipped 5 million units worldwide that is that is incredible man that is a lot a lot of units man uh the monster hunter series can i mean we're not gonna go with that but whatever um let's see uh blah, blah, blah. the game was developed with capcom's proprietary re engine in order to provide a new accessible monster hunter experience that can be enjoyed anytime anywhere and with anyone in addition to new monsters and locales the game provides a completely fresh take on the hunting experience through a host of new exhilarating hunting actions made possible with the wire bug which shout out the wire bug man that's the mvp of monster hunter rise uh, the title garnered critical acclaim following the release of two demos featuring both local and online cooperative play prior to launch, with resulting shipments exceeding 5 million units one week since release. It's only been one week since the game's been released. I think it's going to be this. I think this week is going to be its second week, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but it's going to be it's it looks like it's doing great and I can see why it's doing great. Um, additionally, Monster Hunter Stories 2 Wings of Ruin, a new role playing game that will feature elements that can link with Monster Hunter Rise is scheduled for release on July 9, 2021. What is more, Capcom will roll out a wide variety of initiatives that go beyond the scope of games to continue increasing brand value. These include the series first Hollywood film adaptation, Monster Hunter, which sucks. I don't care what people say. I think it's a pretty bad film adaptation. But yes, 5 million units so far for Monster Hunter Rise. And I'm just going to say it right here, right now. It is deserving, man. It is completely and utterly deserving. Monster Hunter Rise. Let me go through a little bit of history with Monster Hunter Rise. For, by the way, this is the section that I'm going to be doing the uh, uh, first impression slash review for Monster Hunter Rise. So you're getting a two for one. You're getting a value. I'm giving you more value than E3 has ever given you value, um, which I'll cut up and like make this into a review of its own, a review video of its own. Um, so my history with Monster Hunter wasn't that good. <laughs> I My first walk through the monster hunter series was with monster hunter world and i only got through it because i saw just how many people how many of my friends were playing it and although i was very interested 
and the story very interested in the combat i just can never get behind it man i feel that the curve the the learning curve for this game for this series was extremely extremely steep first of all they put you when you first started monster hunter world you you're giving the, uh, the the options to choose any and all weapons there's a multitude of weapons that you can choose there's lances there's a the sword and shield there's um there's a type of gun there's long swords there's just about hammers axes switch axes just a bunch of different ways that you can play this game and you can fight monsters in this game but there was the tutorial it was probably me i'm not the best tutorial follower in the world but after like 10 to 15 hours of monster hunter world i just could not get behind it man like there was there was a point where i was just like i just reached a wall i was like i can't advance anymore like i don't know what i have to do to get stronger i've upgraded my armor i've upgraded my weapons i don't know what to do anymore but monster hunter rise completely completely swept all of that under the rug and said you know what let's try this again let's try this again let's let's approach onboarding in a way in a more completely different way and that's exactly what they did that's exactly what capcom did monster hunter rise starts out with you know the story it's monster hunter games are not known for their story it's it's really the story you can have it or you can't and it'll be the same game and the at the end like that to me I, I really don't care about the story but the story if if you must know the story is there's basically you live in a village kimura village and the threat of a rampage happening is coming closer and closer um you hear about these big monsters that are, are rampaging through the world and they're coming straight for you and your village and you have to stop them and that's when like the problems start arising that's when you find out about uh these these humongous and and great and epic monsters that are apparently eating each other that are apparently trying to attack the village and you just got to stop them with the help of everybody in the village uh, but yes this is where monster hunter deviates from the classic monster hunter formula this game is a lot better at putting you straight into the action as soon as you as soon as you first start you're already fighting monsters you're already being put out there on the world you're already out there being put out on training areas you're already giving a palico and a palimute which i'll go further into detail about it which are basically just your sidekicks or your companions and you're basically just given all the tools to succeed way way before you even start the game and this is something that i kind of i thought i would hate I, th I honestly thought I would hate because I'm a huge fan of games such as Breath of the Wild that put you out into the world, into the mean, huge, barren world, and they're not they're not shy about killing you. They'll kill you on the first side. It's, yo, where you from? Bam! Kill you right there. Monster Hunter isn't like that. Monster Hunter gives you all the tools to succeed before you even fight your first, uh, your first monster. And I appreciated that. I appreciate it because it doesn't talk down to you it's not a game that says hey you're dumb we're gonna give you all the tools because you need to succeed to enjoy the game no it's not like that they give you all the tools but they do put you out into the world and they kind of let you just kind of yo you have everything just fight just just figure it out and it's fun it's fun i at first uh when i was playing monster hunter world i used to be a uh hammer 
main i love hammers i don't know why i'm always attracted to heavy weapons i like heavy weapons i like being heavies on, on whenever you like play movas i always i'm always a heavy i'm always playing tank and stuff i don't know why man i just like the slow pace i like sl the slow pace of a of a, of a tank of, of a heavy I don't know they i think they enjoy life a lot more but i as soon as i started playing uh monster hunter rise i quickly learned that there's new features in the game that give you way more mobility so that's great for me as a heavy that's great for me as a as a, as a hammer main that's great for me as a longsword main which by the way man shout out to the longsword i think it is the best weapon in the game it, it's it's a well-balanced weapon it has great damage it has great mobility and plus besides all that you have access to new features new features being palicos which we already know about the palicos from monster hunter world but you also have palimutes which are the doggies the doggies in this game work as sidekicks but they also help you traverse the arena so to speak a lot faster you can mount them and also on, when you're riding your palimutes you're not only just limited to riding the, pa the palimute you are also given the ability to sharpen your weapon you get given the ability to heal you're given the ability to attack you're given the ability to climb walls you're giving you're basically giving any and all the tools that you already have on foot but with a mount and that completely changed the game you can say that it makes the game easier but believe me it comes in clutch when you're fighting a big boss that can one hit you that can destroy you on just one hit shout out to magnamello man that motherfucker is scary and that he can kill you in one hit but having the ability to mount your palimute and start sharpening your weapon while you're evading attacks it just adds it doesn't take away from the experience it adds a layer of excitement it adds a layer of just emotion like you're just you're just on the edge of your seat like damn like i gotta i gotta i gotta sharpen my weapon real quick i gotta drink some potions real quick i gotta drink a drink an antidote because i'm falling asleep apparently you fall asleep in this game <laughs> but it just it adds so much something so little that can be deemed as as a handicap that can be deemed as a well, not handicap but because it, it, it can be deemed as something unfair given to your advantage to make the game easier is not it, it just adds to the game experience so much and it just feels so refreshing and it feels so fast-paced it's just i love it i love it i love the customization that you can give you know besides your character you can get uh customize your palico which is the cat and you can customize the palimia which is the dog and it's fun it's it's great it's just it's amazing i i i never saw monster hunter as a quirky game um, I played World, but I always felt like a very charming game. But I never felt as with a game uh, as a game with a lot of character. But Monster Hunter Rise like made me dwell deep into the the different mechanics of the game of Monster Hunter that it made me appreciate just how charismatic this game is. Your sidekicks are charismatic. Um, the cats that sorry, I'm gonna call them cats. I know it's not the the right term, but uh, that cook the food for you. It's just it's such a it's such a great franchise, and and I'm I'm upset with myself for not being open to more of these games, to looters, um, to uh, 
just just these types of games these 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 quest games and 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 you know games that you can play with uh up to three other people and like just going on and on hunts it's just fun and i just i'm i'm upset with myself that i didn't give myself that opportunity with monster hunter world to really dive myself into it but monster hunter rise made that a lot easier for me because i, I i'm a very impatient person and but with the with the ability to mount your repellent unit and traverse the world with the ability of using wire bugs which had me feeling like spider-man miles morales it makes traversing the world so much more fun it made exploration so much more fun it gives you incentive to climb walls it gives you incentive to if, if you see something up there like it, it brought me back to the world or to the to the state of mind that breath of the wild put me in like if you see something shiny over there you better go and explore it because it's probably some treasure and you're probably going to enjoy it and you're probably going to love what you're going to find up there the wire bugs gave me that the wire bugs are kind of like these they're wires they're bugs that work as wire that they'll bring you up and then you basically they shoot you up into the sky or they shoot you forward um and also give you the ability to to attack monsters in a different way and in a more engaging and super fun and kind of anime way i love i love using my wire bug with the longsword man that thing feels great whenever you hit a zl x uh combination on a monster Z, and then you just like slash through them and then you just turn around and put your sword away and then just a bunch of different hits hit the monster oh makes me feel like tanjiro shout out tanjiro one of the best anime protagonists out there i don't care what y'all say but yes wire bugs palamutes such great additions to the game it just added a whole new layer to this game that i just didn't think it had in the first place which is exploration exploration is great it's great in this game multiplayer on this game i will say is ace i think is one of the best multiplayer experiences that you can get on the nintendo switch um as you all know um the monster hunter rise demo was one of the first where it was basically the the, the test bench for nintendo's new server system that they put in place and it works great it, I'm, I'm completely amazed with how little issues i've had with multiplayer in this game like it doesn't feel like i'm playing a nintendo switch like let's i'll talk later about the engine i'll talk later about just the the, the magic that the developers at capcom put into place for the, for this game to work i'll talk about that later but regardless of that there's no lag there's no stuttering there's no drop frames there's nothing there's no connection issues i've had a one and that was because of me that was because i was away very very far away from the modem but i've had zero absolutely nothing when it comes to dropping connection during multiplayer matches multiplayer works very similarly to single player you basically go out on these quests they're called hub quests and you can either host a lobby or you can join lobbies and when you join lobbies you can go to a different quest you know with with the people that you're on the lobby with you can also send or you can accept a hub quest with the join request which means that you basically start the quest by yourself and then people will join the quest later on while you're doing the quest which is super fun you know it's it it's it's very fun to be playing with like different people from around the world and it's just amazing it's a, it's just fun it's like wow I, I i like this this idea of of teaming up with strangers around the world and just 
going for it you know having the same objective and it's all universal like you don't have to tell people what to do because in essence like even though you're playing together you're kind of doing your own thing but since it's the same objective you're all reaching the same goal there's not that issue that you run into multiplayer games of having to like tell people what to do like if one of y'all mess up you all mess up and it's just it's it just it's a fun it's a fun experience and i've enjoyed it so much i've enjoyed it so much and, and i will say man shout out to the monster hunter community you guys are some of the least toxic people out there jesus christ man um i was testing out how to capture a, a monster for the first time because i didn't know how to capture monsters till literally yesterday um, i'm recording this on the 8th so the 7th which is almost two weeks since his release i didn't know how to capture monsters i never knew i never learned how to do it in world i just wasn't paying attention i think but like if somebody you're playing with on multiplayer sees you put down a trap they'll literally not try and kill the 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 monster they'll they'll lure the monster into your trap and then you tranquil tranquilize it and then you both win and it's just fun it's great it, it, it's it's it, it's it's so refreshing not having to fight people on the internet so it just it's been super duper fun one of my last bullet points that i have right here for this game is rampages rampages are basically this game's main story vehicle story uh, like it's the main story drive rampages are basically protect you know protect your fort type of deal i don't know how to explain this game mode um i know there's a technical term for it but sorry i'm not the best with words and i'm running on a blank right here um by the way this is one of my first ever non-scripted reviews and i think i'm doing a great job so i'm just gonna use words i'm gonna improvise <laughs> uh rampages it basically consists of you setting up lines of defenses so you can defend the gates to your village from an oncoming rampage of monsters and it combines both that you setting up uh, areas with weapons setting up areas with uh, uh balusters with with setting up with cannons uh setting up with automated cannons setting up bombs and stuff it combines that with the monster hunter main play like main focus type of gameplay which is you actually slashing and dicing monsters and i find that really really fun and i think this this type of game mode would never work as well on world because world didn't have as much mobility as monster hunter rise does and it's just great that you're able to like jump from platform to platform from line of defense to line of defense with a wire bug so seamlessly it makes traversing the world so much better so much less frustrating but believe me it does not make the rampages any easier they are so hard they're so so hard i streamed on on monday and believe me i was losing my cool man i was playing with someone else and i was losing my cool it gets intense it gets pretty pretty intense but it is fun it is fun i will say the armor customization everything and anything from this game is so charming it's so unique it it, it, it just every time i boot up monster hunter rise i feel good i feel happy I feel like oh this is gonna be great even if i lose all the all my hunts even if i don't succeed at what i'm trying to do i still have fun in the process like even the fails feel so satisfying i don't know what it is i think the game just is very good at rewarding you every single step of the way whether that whether the end goal 
is you capturing a, a part for the monster so you can get this type of armor even if you fail at capturing that certain monster or whatever you still get a reward at the end of that even after a mission fail you still get a reward so it's punishing but it's never cruel the gameplay is punishing but it's never cruel and i love that i love that game i feel that this game is going to surpass the 5 million units sold easily if not they already surpassed it uh, i'm sure they already surpassed it but with uh, the promise that there's going to be a constant update, there's going to be, which I'm imagining, there's going to be DLC, just as Iceborne was DLC for Monster Hunter World. I'm pretty sure it's going to be DLC for this game, and I'm pretty sure it's going to be added a lot of added content, a lot of added quests, a lot of added monsters to this game. And shout out to Capcom for creating one of the best looking Switch games to date. This game is beautiful. It runs in the RE engine, which is an engine that was created by Capcom and it runs great. Like Jesus Christ, the stuff you 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 might be on a lobby with four people. You're all fighting this big ass monster which is like 200 times your size and there's no drop frames, there's no lag, there's no stuttering, there's nothing, man. There's no loading times between you fast traveling from one place, from one camp to the other. There's nothing, man. I, I, I seriously, I think the biggest load times is you booting up the Switch. From you booting up the Switch to capturing a monster or defeating a monster, the biggest load time is you booting up the actual hardware i swear to god it is one of the fastest loading games i've ever played on my switch and that is amazing that speaks that speaks wonders of the team over at, Cop at capcom they're doing some kind of magic but it's working for them and i i commend them that is that is beautiful that is beautiful monster hunter rise i do not give out greats for these types of games because everything is subjective but i will say buy this game buy it right now buy it you're losing time you're losing precious precious hunting time if you don't get this game so go and get monster hunter rice all right <laughs> how you like that for a unscripted review you love it i love it all right now for a final news item of the week i wanted to keep this one short short um as you all know i'm gonna try and um slash uh, that review and make that its own video but i wanted to keep this podcast a little bit uh, short um because i am in the process of moving and i still got a lot of stuff to put away um but our final news item of the week we got a 2d fan game for metro prime and we already know what's going to happen to it we already know what's going to happen to it but i feel that this person deserves to get their praises uh it's not something that happens that often nintendo fan games because as we all know how nintendo is they'll they'll slice your game in half and put you in jail and say how dare you be a fan how dare you appreciate our games how dare you appreciate our work our ips support we're not gonna support you we're gonna try and sue you even though you're probably living in a studio apartment and can barely afford it i hope you're not i really hope you're not man the developer of this game but yeah um pc gamer here reports prime 2d is a gorgeous side-scrolling take on metro prime and it is playable now don't tell nintendo because they're gonna take it down uh, the demo looks like a modern indie take on a samus saga um 
uh here we got the video right here all aspects of the demo are subject to change but not be the final version this was created on the net mission engine engine i can't speak and it was developed by team skew um i will say this game looks pretty pretty amazing man for for, an, for a fan game this looks like a full-on indie developed game like not even like almost triple a this is probably double a it, it looks so good it runs so well i've seen a couple of people play it on stream and it looks like i mean it's a fully 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 animated 2d game it's it's an you know it's a pixel it's a pixel game but still it looks amazing it is great um this obviously plays i think i believe this plays through the story of metro prime um you know the 3d game but look at this thing if you're watching the video version over on our youtube channel youtube slash c slash true just search for true Fernie. it's my it's just my channel my youtube channel it, man like the animations look beautiful it, it, it the, the art style is amazing the movement is super clean the animations i think i already said the animations i got <laughs> but man look at this man the hud it, it it it's like it's very true to metroid art style it's very true to uh, this looks like something that nintendo would probably put out like this looks like a straight up nintendo developed game it is amazing what this what this team did i'm just i'm impressed man i'm impressed and i really want to check it out but i don't think anybody says oh no never mind there is a free demo <laughs> i might play it I might play it and I might stream it on Twitch whenever I get all my setups over there in the new place, which is probably going to be in like two or three weeks. Uh, but here, PC Gamer reports Metro Prime was the first 3D Metro game and is still considered a GameCube classic. Yes, it is. Spawning two sequels and at least one fan attempt to port it to PC. But one team is taking a completely different tack. They're remaking Metro Prime as a 2D platformer in keeping with the style of classic NES and SNES Metro games. Dubbed Prime 2D, it's the work of Team Skew, which has apparently been working on the project since 2004 wow albeit with some pers personnel changes along the way as well as the help of hundreds of volunteers the team issued a free demo of the project late last week and you can download it here if you're keen or you can just watch the video up we don't i'm not gonna say anything i'm not gonna say anything i'm just gonna stop right there naturally a first person game can be perfectly transferred onto a 2d plane and in a post from 2017 team skew explained that over the course of prime 2d's translation a 2d's development sorry uh, over the course of prime's 2d prime 2d's development the scope has shifted dramatically rather than the pixel perfect translation envisioned by our predecessors we were taking a more targeted approach as a commentary on the shift from classic 2d to modern 3d gaming instead of copying the source material exactly we're instead focused on taking the, the core concepts translating those and then implementing them in a logical 2d solution by doing this we allow ourselves to focus on building a game good first and foremost and then using that as a base on which to create a familiar experience rather than constraining ourselves to trying to implement 3d ideas in 2d space and i commend them man i commend them this game looks amazing it looks it looks great like i am still in shock and in awe with what they created obviously this game's been in development for quite some time and you can tell you can tell that they've been putting a lot of work throughout the years 
but i am excited i am excited to test this game out um i hope they don't take it down before before nintendo finds out which obviously i'm sure they're they've been knowing about this since 2004 nintendo has their ninjas um but hey nintendo if you see this like literally just hire these guys they've created such a great idea behind it and and oh my god it just it looks great it looks beautiful and i hope i hope nintendo does not take it down before i can check this out but if you want to check it out links in the description are down below um i believe it's only for pc um obviously but it looks great it reminds me of metro fusion so much but just with better graphics smoother graphics and uh, smoother animations i should say but yes that is it that is all the news that is all the news for today um i didn't start out this this podcast with uh what i what i've been playing but i'll tell you here right now everything and anything i've been playing is monster hunter rice did i say that you should buy that game already because you def- you should definitely buy that game already um i've also been playing uh red dead redemption 2 and funnily enough i tweeted about this this was very funny i had i have funds on my playstation account i had like 40 bucks or something and i was like let me spend them man like i i i these 40 bucks are just standing around my playstation 5 just there's no games for it like i'm just literally just sitting around and just it's just there i'm playing red dead redemption 2 on it which is a three-year-old game now let me buy a game let me find out what i can buy and i saw that ps plus was only 60 bucks and i was like you know what they've been putting out some good stuff on ps plus they put out final fantasy 7 remake on that uh late uh, pretty recently um they put out uh some of the uncharted games they're putting out ratchet and clank on it i was like and then they also have persona 5 which is a game that i really wanted to check out and i was like all right let's see like maybe i can i mean i'm gonna put my funds to that and i'll just pay like 20 bucks to like make up the difference bro when i tell you that the playstation store has some of the worst ui ever i'm not lying man they made me spend 60 dollars they would not let me use funds in my wallet i don't know why like i don't know why playstation doesn't let you use half you know all of your funds and then just pay the difference like what is so hard about doing that man but in between like the whole confusion of trying to get that to work and trying to pay with my funds and then pay the difference i accidentally clicked complete purchase without really paying attention and i ended up paying 60 dollars for the whole thing for a whole year so i've been playing persona 5 (laughs) i've been playing persona 5 on that i've been playing uh uh some other games some free games there's that that i don't i don't even know what what type of i don't remember what it's called something all stars it's a game where you ride cars and you bump into each other and you kill everyone i don't know it's a it's a playstation exclusive game but it's all right it's pretty mid it's nothing fun nothing like super duper fun about it i don't know man i don't know I, and then playstation has to hurry up with its exclusives man they're taking their sweet ass time and there's just been news right now that death loop has been delayed till september so there's another game that i won't be playing on my playstation 5 till later this year it's gonna be a year since i bought my playstation 5 and i'll probably have only been i've only played like two or three games on it man two or three exclusive playstation 5 games but 
with that folks i've been true Fernie. this has been search and report if you like this video if you like this podcast please make sure to like and subscribe the video version of this podcast up on my youtube channel which is just true for any just search for true for any on youtube um please make sure to like and subscribe the video um if you prefer to listen to this on the go we are on spotify just search for search and report and you'll find us our logo is a little game boy with the word search and report on it believe me we're the only gaming news podcast that's called search and report because i'm just so fucking creative with the gaming with the gaming with the naming jesus i first i gotta get creative with the words coming out of my mouth but yes um please make sure to follow me on all my socials down below uh make sure to follow me on twitch where i stream well not that often anymore because i'm in the process of moving but i will be back um late april hopefully by the last week of april i'll have everything set up over there and streams are going to be more consistent they're going to be longer hopefully and yeah also make sure to follow me on twitter search for true fernie link to my twitter is down below where i just yell into the void that is social media but that's where i spend most of my time please make sure to join our discord where we talk gaming where we talk memes where we talk anything and everything that might interest you a fellow nerd and yeah that's pretty much it i love y'all i'm sorry for the lack of content but if I haven't said it for the 20th time now, I've been moving. I'll be in the new place soon. And my voice will stop cracking pretty soon. I assure you. I'm probably just dehydrated. Let me just drink some water. All right. Folks, I've been Traverni. Please take care of each other. But most importantly, take care of yourself. Peace. And I'll see you very soon. Bye-bye.